0: The Happiness Formula, a new series from One Day University, explains the science of satisfaction. I'm Mike Coscarelli, and I'll be guiding you through the expertise of Professor Barry Schwartz. Millions watched his TED Talk videos to understand why it's so hard to find happiness. People are not as good at identifying what makes them happy as you might hope. Listen to The Happiness Formula. Every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind focusing on our mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. The cave of Karbanag is a loathsome sight, for outside the dark aperture lay scattered the bones of fifty or more warriors, and here, we are told, death awaits us all with nasty, big pointed teeth. Yes, this is the famous killer rabbit from the 1975 film Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And the audience, indeed, gets to watch on as the otherwise normal-looking white rabbit commences to slaughter medieval knights right and left until the knights of the round table do finally defeat the creature with the aid of the legendary holy hand grenade of Antioch. It's a wonderfully absurd scene, and of course the obvious reason for the absurdity is that rabbits of the natural world are generally noted for their bashfulness in the wild and their docile nature in domesticated settings. This seems to be true of all extant rabbits and hares of the family Leoporidae, and even such prehistoric examples as Naralagus rex, which would have been about six times the size of a living rabbit, were largely herbivores. Though to be sure, rabbits are capable of eating their own young, and there are also anecdotal reports of rabbits scavenging meat in the wild. So the mere idea of a killer rabbit is, of course, again, inherently absurd. Whether we're talking about the killer rabbit of Karbanag or the giant rampaging rabbits of 1972's Night of the Lepus. Though I suppose I'm willing to give giant rabbits in a largely barren environment the benefit of the doubt. Still, the idea is inherently silly. So silly that the notion of a killer rabbit continues to resonate in varying areas of discourse. Just as one quick example, and again, this one is from the 1970s in which there was a fair amount of killer rabbit excitement, obviously, is uh, Gary Bettle wrote in a 1977 paper in the New Scholasticism, quote, To find a carnivorous rabbit would indeed so upset our system of knowledge that we might, he- that we might hesitate to classify the newfound entity as a rabbit. But the idea of a killer rabbit is not just a comedic obsession of the 70s. No, the idea actually goes back hundreds of years, at least. The facade of Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, France, features an image of a knight fleeing from a rabbit. An image that reportedly inspired the Python filmmakers. Such a fearsome rabbit also pops up in the medieval literary cycle of Reynard the Fox. Again, as an absurdity, an example of extreme cowardice. And as pointed out on the British Library's excellent Medieval Manuscripts blog, the motif of illustrated fearsome rabbits in medieval manuscripts dates back to at least the 1170s, when we see a rabbit threatening a knight in the Arnstein Passional. Such rabbits typically pop up in decorated initials and marginalia, so not central illustrations, but illustrative flourishes that often celebrated absurd notions of the world turned on its head. Head. Later centuries also gave us more manuscript illustrations of rabbit mischief. The Smithfield Decretals of the 1340s includes images of man-sized rabbits shooting a hunter with a bow and arrow. And then later we see another man-sized rabbit assisting in the judgment and summary execution of the hunter. The final image shows one of the rabbits beheading the hunter with a greatsword so clearly this is all in good fun and this is just one example but i highly recommend you check out that 2021 blog post medieval killer rabbits when bunnies strike back for more examples clearly the oxymoronic power of the killer rabbit has stood out to us for some time and it will continue to resonate with us as the cute threat the thing that couldn't possibly rise up and eat us bite our head off, or uh, sentence us to death by beheading. Tune in for additional episodes of The Monster Fact each week. As always, you can email us at contact at Stuff to Blow Your Mind
0: is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Happiness Formula, a new series from One Day University, explains the science of satisfaction. I'm Mike Coscarelli, and I'll be guiding you through the expertise of Professor Barry Schwartz. Millions watched his TED Talk videos to understand why it's so hard to find happiness. People are not as good at identifying what makes them happy as you might hope. Listen to The Happiness Formula. Every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app,